after getting my second retrieval cycle scheduled, I got a call from my doctor telling me she had some bad news. My heart sank because I knew it was about my egg retrieval. She told me that my insurance was not going to cover it because I had two embryos frozen and they have a policy in place stating that they will not cover any treatments until any existing embryos or eggs are used up. I couldn't believe a clause like that actually exists. My eyes began to fill with tears. I was angry. My hands started shaking. It's just so incredibly stupid and heartbreaking. For someone like me where endometriosis is wreaking havoc on my body, I just had surgery to clear it out, and my infertility gets worse by the day as I already have egg quality issues. It's in my best interest to get as many embryos as I can right now, rather than waiting to use the embryos I have and then going back for a retrieval at a later date when my body and my eggs are much worse. Many insurances have this clause, and it's truly messed up. And it was extra upsetting because my insurance with partial IVF coverage was ending in December and I needed to fit in the retrieval as it's much more expensive than other procedures. I had planned on fitting in the retrieval and paying completely out of pocket for anything else afterwards. She let me know that it would be about $13,000 to $15,000 for a retrieval alone. Plus medication, monitoring, and add-ons that would be several thousands more. I had already spent about 8000 out of pocket, and I just couldn't afford that. Then I would have to pay for a transfer out of pocket as well, which was around 5000 I was upset, confused, pissed off. I didn't know what to say to her. She told me she was so sorry and that she'd give me time to think about it. I called my husband frantically and was hoping he had some sort of miracle plan or was going to rob a bank for us or something, but of course he said we didn't have the money. I called my doctor and let her know I was done. I couldn't afford it. We weren't doing the retrieval. I was so anxious and my heart wouldn't stop pounding in my chest. And I never can take no for an answer. I have to I have to investigate further before I accept the no. No, this isn't covered. After thinking about it all day, I picked up the phone and called my insurance company. I ended up being on the phone with them all day. I wanted to know why they would deny my off and if that clause really exists. I don't know what my my goal was to yell at a customer service person that had nothing to do with it and tell them this is stupid and how could you do this to me? I have no idea. I don't know what my goal was, but I called them. But they didn't see that my doctor requested it. They didn't. They couldn't find the auth. So I played phone tag with my doctor's office and my insurance for hours, which then turned into days. While waiting on answers, I wanted to get in touch with someone from the insurance company that could comb through my plan and see if I really have that clause. After being transferred many times, a customer service member looked through my plan and read me exactly what my insurance stated and told me he did not see that clause in there. I got my sliver of hope back. I called my doctor and relayed that information on their messaging system and the wait began again. One of the nurses from my clinic informed me that she would have billing look into the issue. So at that point I was still freaking out because worst case scenario number one is that my insurance does have that clause and I cannot get the retrieval. Worst case scenario number two, 
my insurance doesn't have that clause but the spot that I had secured before is gone and it's too late to fit me in for a retrieval before my insurance is up a few days went by and I got a call from the financial coordinator at Sincera she informed me that she was told to call me personally and apologize because she did not submit an authorization to my insurance company because she was positive that all Blue Cross plans had that clause. So instead of submitting the off, she just sent it right back to my doctor immediately saying I wouldn't be covered. She apologized profusely because I was correct and my plan did not have that clause. So I was like, as long as I can be fit back in for a retrieval, then I'm fine. She let me know that she'd have the doctor call me as soon as possible. And we thankfully were able to fit me back in for the retrieval. One thing about me, if you can tell me something is impossible, I'll comb through everything I can to find the possibility. Or at least to be 100% sure that it is not possible. And if I didn't pick up that phone and I didn't call and I didn't continue to call back and back and back and back to my doctor's office, to the insurance company, I was on the phone with these people for four days straight for hours every single day talking to them. If I didn't do that, I would not have been able to get my retrieval fit back in. So once again, I had to have more tests done in preparation for the retrieval and one of the tests I had done was a sonohistogram with a biopsy. The test is a transvaginal ultrasound that uses saline to evaluate the contour of the uterine cavity. The goal is to make sure your uterine cavity is healthy and unobstructed for pregnancy to grow. A soft catheter is inserted into the cervix using a speculum. The speculum is then removed and a transvaginal ultrasound probe is inserted. Under real-time imaging, saline is sent through the catheter in order to slowly fill the uterine cavity up like a balloon. It's normal to feel moderate to intense cramping during the procedure, followed by light cramping and light bleeding after the procedure. Because I was also getting a biopsy after the initial cervix cleaning, I also had the area numbed and a thin, flexible tool was used to suction out a tissue sample from my lining. There is a chance of bleeding and infection, and it's possible that the wall of your uterus could get nicked by the tools used during the biopsy. You can expect bleeding and cramping following the biopsy. And I won't lie, it's very uncomfortable. Not only is every person different, but each experience is different when getting the same or similar tests done over and over. In the moment, it feels like they're taking forever and the cramping is pretty bad, but it only lasts a few minutes. During IVF, you may get used to a lot of things like feeling exposed to the clinic, injections, blood work, the ups and downs, cycles being thrown off. You may get numb to certain things because it's, it's just routine. But there are moments that brings you back to reality and one of those things is the discomfort you feel in the moment of those tests that you're not numb because this shit hurts (laughs) afterwards I didn't want to drive home because I was cramping so bad this this test was worse worse than my previous tests for some reason Um, but I had to drive the almost two hours home 
And for my medication, I had to go through the same specialty pharmacy as I went through before. I wasn't too happy about the, working with them again because I had a lot of issues with them for getting medication and not giving it to me on time. Um, but I ordered my medication very far in advance so that they couldn't mess it up. And they still fucked it up. They delivered my medication either three or four days late, I don't remember. I called my doctor and told them that the pharmacy said the best they can do is give me the tracking number for the medication. I already had a tracking number and it was in the same spot for a week. Now keep in mind that this is not a regular shipment of clothes you bought online. This is medication that has strict storing methods. Some have only a two-week expiration date that are supposed to be delivered either the same day you order it or the next day. It being stuck for a week is not good. No meds equals no retrieval. I was livid that this company yet again can't adhere to their own policy of delivering important medication on time, even when I lied to them and said I needed it two weeks earlier than what I actually needed it. So the whole them being three to four days late, they were two weeks and three and four days late because I lied and said I needed it sooner. The only medication that I didn't lie about was the one that has the two-week expiration date because that one has to be very precise. So that one, they ended up shipping them all in the same box anyway, though, and it was sitting who knows where. The company goes through FedEx for their shipments, and out of four shipments of meds, they have never been on time. This just causes more stress for me when I'm supposed to try to not stress so that I have healthy embryos. Going back and forth with the pharmacy, a supervisor told me that she was working on locating the package and that it was lost on a truck somewhere. They ended up paying a private courier to try to go to the FedEx truck, rescue my package, and bring it to me. I should also note that it was snowing pretty badly outside, but FedEx was still operating as normal. The pharmacy ended up not being able to find a driver to go get it. They kept promising me it would get to me in a few hours, but it would never come. I called FedEx and asked if I could go pick it up myself. And they told me that to process the the request of me picking it up, it would take five business days. And I couldn't wait until then. I needed to inject my medications that day. Thankfully... Something told me to keep my previous medication from my last cycle, even though it has an expiration date. One of the medications was expired, but something told me to keep it anyway. My doctor informed me that as long as it has been in the fridge this whole time since my last retrieval in October, then I could use it. Even though it was expired, it would have been better than nothing. So I was able to use my leftover meds and was hoping to get my new medication in before I ran out of the old medicine. I was informed by the pharmacy once again that a private courier had arrived and picked up my package and was on my way on the way to me and that it was no longer in FedEx hands. Well, a couple days later, FedEx delivered my medication. I guess the private courier stuff was just bull. But I could stop stressing because my medication finally arrived. Taking the meds this time around, I felt 
like I was more comfortable. I was more confident. I knew what I was doing. But my symptoms were amplified this time around compared to last round. I felt extremely nauseous, dizzy, hungover, fatigued. I bruised a lot more than I did the first time. Last round, I always iced the area before injecting to numb the area. This time, I was so exhausted that I would roll over in bed, grab my medication, inject myself, and roll back over and go back to sleep because I was so sick and so exhausted. I continued to get monitored to see how my follicles were growing. I prefer the Bethlehem location because I have built trust with my team. As I said before, someone with anxiety and a victim of sexual assault, I felt comfortable with them, and that's extremely important. They were also very thorough with COVID. I have a weak immune system, and it makes me feel more at ease that they take extra precautions. So to me, it's worth the far drive. Multiple times, I've also gone to the location outside of Philly. I don't like that location. Some of the staff seem undertrained, unprofessional, and they're not very clean when it comes to COVID. The waiting room is always completely packed to the point that I have to wait in the hallway. I'm not even going to get into the bullshit that I went through last time there. At my last appointment, I'll just say that the woman at the front desk was coughing on everything, didn't ever wash her hands, wore her mask as a chin strap, and didn't understand how to process a credit card payment. While talking about her personal life the entire time. I'm not a Karen, so I I didn't say anything to her, but I was getting real close because she was being disgusting. Not even with, even if COVID didn't exist... She was still being disgusting, literally coughing on everything, wiping her snot on her on her arm. It was just disgusting. And then she was talking so inappropriately and she was getting all the patients in the waiting room very annoyed because of the way she was acting. And then, like I said, a woman tried to pay with her credit card um, and she didn't understand how to process the card and then proceeded to yell at the customer, the, the patient, about her card being broken. Her card was not broken. She was inserting it upside down and backwards. Upside down and backwards into the the slot, into the little machine she had. Oh, it was just, it was just a little insane. But then also the doctor, um, I don't think she was actually a doctor. I think she was a nurse practitioner maybe, um, or something. She needed help finding my follicles from other people. She kept, she was literally holding the wand that's inserted into me and also trying to open the door at the same time with her other hand and yell out for people to come help her because she couldn't find my follicles. They also made me switch rooms three times after undressing and getting all lubed up and disgusting. So that was gross and uncomfortable. But it was nerve-wracking because I wasn't sure if the doctor knew what she was doing. And her looking at my follicles would determine when I would do my trigger shot. She would determine when I would do my trigger shot. So if she didn't know what she was doing and it's off, then I get no eggs. But they instructed me on when to do my trigger shot and it was go time yet again. Mm -hmm.